Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. Here, there's a bunch of mega fans of Brandon Sanderson bringing you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions on Brandon's work. Uh, I'm Eric, and joining me today, back from uh, a untimely, unable uh, to record... That was a sentence. Good job, Eric. Uh, is Ian. Hey, I'm Mary Wider, and I would like to formally rebuke the Stormfather for ruining my perfect attendance record. That's true. The Storm- For Shardcast. <laughs> Literally, the Stormfather did not want you on that podcast. Yeah. Like, five minutes before we're supposed to start recording, power goes out. <laughs> it was really like, funny. Seriously. I mean, it wasn't funny because we, Ben and I, we were just hanging out being should, should we wait uh, turns out your power didn't come back for like two days nope <laughs> great uh also joining me is someone who is now back in his home country ben hello guys i'm overlord jeebus and it is so nice to be back in the uk now uh-huh. other than the fact i flew back in like 12 hours ago so i'm pretty jet lagged but i no, think it'll great. be fine <laughs> it's the entertainment uh Yes. Uh, are you enjoying your, your British tea again? Oh, it's so nice being back. Like, your guys' water tastes weird. And, like, I had to microwave my mug of water because the hotel didn't give me a kettle. And it was awful, no. but it's... No, it's- so you only get coffee things here. And I'll have you know, Ben, as we know, everyone in the UK is very solemn, you know. But yes, yes, obviously. Basically, I'm sorry, we don't treat... Uh, our water with the tears of sadness that you just privately <laughs> shed in the UK. Like that, yes, we, we don't do that in America. It's, we it's, just put fluoride in it, except in some places. <laughs> Seattle water is fine, though. I whatever. Also, I just tasted weird. Anyway, well, you you're just used to the tears of sadness. I, that's my story. I'm sticking with. That's it. what it is. That's what it is. Also, yeah. returning uh, back from a while uh, is Matt. Hey guys. It's me. <laughs> You're supposed you to say I'm comatose. Comatose on the forums. Co-matose. Comatose, that's right. <laughs> Which was totally an intentional part on mine in choosing Not that at name. all. Not at all. Uh, and I am Chaos. Uh, this week, we are going to be much more on task than last week. Uh, we kind of... Yeah. Brandon is not posting on Reddit right now of really important things, so we're good. And as so, far as we're aware. Chaos is keeping his intent under control this week. <laughs> <laughs> the funny <laughs> thing is that I'm a is very... Is that a capital I intent? N- n- no, never. <laughs> never. Always. We're going to do a podcast about that. No one knows what we're talking about. When you're talking about a shard intent, make sure it's a lowercase i, because capital I intent is something else um in the cosmere so what we're gonna do we are going to continue talking about emerald city comic-con words of brandon and we're also going to talk about uh at least a few words of brandon from the recent orum signing uh when there's signings we we might just like do one episode a month we're not gonna like overload it uh every month but Last week, we had a lot of stuff to talk about, and this week, we still yeah. have a lot of stuff to talk about. And there, there's definitely plus some very interesting things going on. Mm-hmm. Plus, people might worry that we're running out of content to make, which is definitely not the case. I am <laughs> very terrified 50 podcasts from now, when we're in, like, the drought, 
you know, oh, before yeah. we get to Lost Metal. Like, I'm I'm worried for weekly podcasts. So if we have to do bi-weekly, we might do that, guys. But we do have a lot of podcasts planned, so that's not going to be anytime soon. Yeah. I'm sure so, there's some back pocket stuff we can pull out for that. <laughs> that just means we got to, like, discuss, hey, let's talk about Elantris today. Hey. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which, like, I am always down for yeah <laughs> like let's talk about this really minor thing that you forgot about five years ago great cool so let's just get started um ian why don't you read this one okay. so questioner asks raises basement emporium which is an awesome term for that is is that more <laughs> of a trophy, in trophy room or a in case of emergencies room or a bank vault or a weapons vault or both so yes, which woefully unhelpful, but then he goes on. <laughs> I mean, he can't use the ether, right? He can't use the ether. He doesn't have an ether. But the sand, the sand does stuff. So a handful of sand is a really useful amount of sand to have if you're not a sand master, because sand reacts to investiture. So if you let it fade and you take it somewhere, as soon as investiture goes kinetic, it will turn white again. So you will be able to use it to tell who's using invest. It works just like a speaker, like a, like bronze pulses. So having white sand, having sand around is really good. If you can keep the little beasties that are growing on the sand around, they will react to basically the investiture equivalent of radiation. So that's handy. And that's what uh, Hoyd was doing. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Same principle. Yeah. And how he was yeah, able so, to detect yeah. Shallan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so one thing that I hate about this warp is is Brandon talks about investiture going kinetic because I don't like yeah. the term kinetic investiture. And also <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta differentiate it from innate investiture. Like that's not the same thing. But then, right? but then like every uh, how is it? most people in yeah. the Cosmere have innate investiture and that's not going to make the sand go white. So I think it's a perfectly reasonable term yeah. when there's actually like this realmic realmatic transition, right? Yeah. And so well, it's not necessarily moving. like realmmatic <laughs> transition. Like it's sure. investiture that is actively doing something rather than just right. sitting around. See, because so, the only time we'd ever seen it referenced before was when it came to like pushing and pulling, wasn't it? And so like that kind of... Um, no, it's like it, any it like Adam, magic sorry. system. Like no, it's all he, he, out. Okay. He, he's used that word. It, it was really more. Uh, he needed to make that word because we're like, what's breath? How how does what what does that yeah. mean? Right, and that's and a native investiture. Right? I, yeah. I think it. Okay. I recall it coming up in uh, stuff he said when people ask questions about like what seekers can sense. Yeah, too. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that comes yeah. up because we, you know, we know seekers can sense more than just allomancy with proper training, mm-hmm. but they can't yeah. sense everything. Yeah, right. Exactly. Basically, allomancy yeah. yeah, detects kinetic investiture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then the the, the other thing was that Shallan's magic, Shallan's illusions, are, were supposed to be slightly more sneaky than most uses yeah. of investiture. They're but apparently, wider. the sand still detects that. Like, yeah. So. It's more. That was interesting. It might just be like a more efficient detection mechanism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I haven't. Yeah. If the sand yeah. was lashed, maybe that like really makes that change really quickly, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or, or and yeah. imagine those pulses pulsing out. Maybe those pulses would like go for a long way, whereas the sand would need to be really close to the illusions, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. So, That's like, fair. it could just be as maybe. simple as that. 
But it it okay. was able to detect at least some direction because when Hoyt sand it was black on one side still and white on the other. Right. And it was the side that was exposed to the illusion, yeah. Yeah. Right. The white side was exposed to yeah. was on was facing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I do find yeah, it the, very the funny. The second thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, go What's ahead. That? Oh, you go, go ahead. No, okay. you go ahead. The, the the first sentence he has where he says, Okay, so he can't use the ether. He can't use the ether. He doesn't have an ether. And I thought we were pretty sure he had an ether. And the people who use ethers are not called ethers. So he's I'm not quite sure what he meant by that. Okay. What I think he might be saying is like he might possess an ether, but he does not have an ether attached to him. Like yeah. he has a dead ether, like basically. Okay, Feel I free to go to seventeenshard.com so... <laughs> and yeah. go request ether of night. Uh, it's, uh, it, yeah. I think it's, I it's need to do that because I have it's no idea. It's a good story. It just doesn't feel like a Brandon story. It, yeah. Okay. Uh, ba- basically, ethers would attach to people. So, like, yeah. Though, okay. like, he had that cloth that has an ether in it. That doesn't mean he can like use it right in the same way. I would say. Yeah. Although apparently, Mem can get ether out of pants. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. so, so that 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 confused me because then when he said that, I was like, "Oh, does he just get his dead ether out then to show people?" And then he accidentally dropped it on his pants. <laughs> like, Poss- entirely possibly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, with uh, ether of night, it's really not clear. Uh, Okay. How much is canonical, right? So yeah. who knows? We do know that yeah. some version of that story, like ethers are canon to the Cosmere. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But And so it'll be a matter of how much he adapts it before he canonizes everything. Yeah. Yep. Because the the shards have to change entirely because Brandon pretty much ripped them out, changed them a little, and added them to Mistborn. So oh, okay. All right, Matt, why don't you ha- read this next one? Sure, this one's exciting. Um, it is. And it's, lots of fans have been go- going over this one. So That's are true. both of Kaladin's maternal grandparents dark eyes? No. Good question. I think you're the first one to pull that out of me. There's one question or two questions in the signing line that I know are driving your brains crazy that are not as clear-cut in my answers as you might assume they are. One is about Kaladin's mother. Now, that second bit was actually, like, two hours later in the recording. Yeah. So, like, that's... But, yeah. I think he... Um, Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of theorizing going on about Hesina. Um, Mm -hmm. I I didn't really know where those theories came from exactly, but I think just because she uh, seems... She always was, like... She married down to Liren. Yeah. Oh yeah, Brennan has so, said yeah. that. Like she married far beneath her. Right. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of. And where she's also I think a lot coming from a lot more yeah. prim, prim and proper than you'd expect yeah. from a dark eyes. She yeah. knows a lot about the light eyes world. So she names her yeah. kids light eyes names. It's yeah, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, so it's, it's good to, like, that we now know there is something going on there. Yeah, like she married far beneath her, and but. Kaladin and Liren are pretty high ranked for Dark Eyes, so it's like mm-hmm. as a how result, much, it's like how do you get has, higher than that? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, Bond yeah, a spren, yeah. easy. Well, yeah. and another hint about that is you know that 
uh, Kaladin is high ranked enough that he could potentially marry Laurel. So if yeah, yes, that's true. Kaladin oh. is highly ranked yeah. enough, that means his father would be of a similar. <laughs> yeah, and they do mention that um, Liren meeting her parents did not go over well. That's right. At all. Ooh, that's right. When was that mentioned? It's in Way of King somewhere during Kaladin's flashback. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's been a while. It, it's, it's like something about like Liren references, and it was like Hestina is like, well, let's hope like that that'll never happen. Oh yeah, yeah I do remember that now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's right. Um, before I did find, if we want, I found the part about Hestina's parents. I'm not sure if we want the exact wording on that or if we're. Oh, go for um, it. Do you think? Yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah, sure. Let's okay. Hear it. Um, so Hesina says, uh, we shall see soon enough, uh, Hesina said, glancing at Cal. Don't let your father's words unnerve you. He always gets pessimistic at times like this. I do not, Liren said. She gave him a look. Name one other time. Meeting my parents. <laughs> Cal's father pulled up short, blinking. Stormwinds, he muttered. Let's hope this doesn't go half as poorly as that. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah, there's... So, there's- that's, and that's very uh, interesting. And the the context is they're going to see the new uh, Bright Lord. Oh, so oh, well, okay. yeah. I guess yeah. it did kind of go worse in retrospect. Yeah, um, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, hopefully. Um, great. So, cool. Ben, why don't you read this next one for us? Where so you're there? Oh, yes. <laughs> Overlord Jeebus asked. Uh, all <laughs> the physical matter <laughs> he's that guy all of the physical manifestations solid fel- uh, all of the physical manifestations solid physical manifestations we've seen of investiture have been metallic it's been atium lorazium and shard blades is this just a coincidence brandon replied no it's intentional and so i asked so it's intentional, so we're not going to be seeing investiture wood or investiture plastic. Brandon said, right, I technically, like, what do you call the Aethers? They're not metal, good but question. I do it as metal intentionally. Yeah. What, uh, what do you call the Aethers? Asked, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I have, I need to, I need to read Aether of Night. Um, I so. Someone else then said, uh, they could be metal with a very low boiling point. Uh, and Brandon said, yes, the vine ones are. What? I think that may, yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, I then said because we've had liquid, we've had gas. The solids all seem to be metallic. So Brandon said that is intentional. It's just one of those little laws of the cosmere that's not meant to mean anything. Which I thought that last bit was interesting because I thought I was well, kind of onto something here. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, it it's only weird in that ruin and preservation are blind to metals and it is a yes. subject of much debate as to whether other shards have that limitation mm-hmm. exactly well this i is- think they're blind metals on scadrial like and i think all shards would be blind metal on scadrial because of scadrial being scadrial how and the metals having power there. there yeah, yeah. i don't yeah, know if all but- shards would be but I understand the reasoning behind it. I wouldn't be surprised it, if they were. But the, so the it, way I was going it, yeah. with this is I wanted to know if, uh, so we have the metallic arts and we know that uh, the metallic arts work with all metal in the Cosmere, no matter where it's yeah. from. 
Mm-hmm. And so we also have god metals. And I was wondering if all solid physical manifestations of investiture from any shard would also be compatible with the metallic arts. And like I said, would okay. we be getting like investiture wood? That obviously wouldn't be, but then, but, but he has now said they would, it would always be metal. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Okay. Okay. I have two things. One, right. Brandon has been asked if you could burn the metal that makes up shard blades before. And he says that, mm. An ordinary Mistborn probably wouldn't have a connection to that investiture, so it wouldn't work. Okay. So, like, maybe a Rosharan Mistborn yeah. could make that work, but that's kind okay. of crazy. But then, but then, with like, for example, Hemalurgy, you just need the intent and the knowledge. And Capital the I intent. Capital yeah, yeah, I yeah, intent. That <laughs> is a good point. Yeah. Like, and so would you be able to do it with just because that, because uh, Hemalurgy creates the connections required. That it's, mm-hmm. it, yeah, so okay. this to I, me, I'm. Um, my second yeah. point is okay. that I think what he's trying to say by saying that that's not meant to mean anything is like, it's just a fact of the Cosmere. Like, there's no yeah. real deeper meaning there, like, that Brennan was intending to make. Yeah. It's okay. not like, oh, there's this great puzzle here. Like, it's like the um, colors of Roshar's moon. Like, they're relevant, but it's not some big secret that is going to be important in book seven. Or it's more like, yeah. the pools are liquid. Yeah. Oh, like, that's not it's like- super important. But I do think the metal blindness, the creation of Skadriel, and all that stuff, these are deep shard questions, which are important. But yeah. that solid yeah. investiture, that's not the important part. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. The the blindness is uh, very interesting. What yeah. I'm really... Uh, curious is finding out more about the um equivalent of like the god metals and the shard blades on nalthus um yeah because it's a very different uh magic system and you would assume that like an awakener could take advantage of edgley's investiture in some way right um yeah yeah I think the closest there is to that is the Tears of Edgley. Yeah. Because we know that yeah. um, Endowment's shard pool is leaking. Right. And that's and why... And that they're growing out of it. Yeah. That's why the Tears of Edgley can only gl- grow in Halendrin. Yeah. But I guess then my question would be, do Awakeners need this kind of natural process to kind of convert that investiture into a form they can use in the form of color? Or if they had that, like, like a solid source, like the Atium or Atium equivalent, what could they well, do with that? Oh, could they do something with it? Okay. Or unless that's breath, right? Like it's because <laughs> oh, yeah. like the... a like a little yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Because it so, is, so essentially, it what you're saying is if what you're saying is if um, if endowment somehow manifested. A, a little bead of metal, because if all solid investiture is metallic, right. it would be a little bead of metal. Endowment. And Endowment. then someone from Ed, 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 Or Edgleum. Edgleum. Yeah. Oh, Edgleum. Yeah. 
Eglium. And then a, a, a Awakener then swallowed it, or just anyone from Nalthus then swallowed it. What effect would that have? Would it have any or, effect at all? I don't think or swallowing like, it would yeah. have any effect. I, I like, think swallowing well, I mean, is an automatic thing. If you try to breathe it in, thing. you just choke on it, so... Or, well, yeah. Well, I don't think consuming it in any way would be okay. relevant. Uh, this like, kind okay. of is getting into the weeds, but I don't yeah. necessarily know if swallowing that would not have an effect because Lorassium just gives connection yeah. to its shard, basically. Yeah. And Atium's honestly the weird one that doesn't do that. Yeah. And so it it's not entirely unreasonable for... You, I mean, you wouldn't become some mistborn like thing, but you could get maybe more connection yeah. to endowment. Maybe, maybe we, not. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's even really that relevant, though, because anyone can I mean, be an Awakener. Like, yeah. Well, right, mm. right. I mean, like, it's it, that one's a useless that. thing, but yeah. I'm more thinking of that from, like, any shard. If they put, like, here's this metal. If you consume it, it's, would you, you know? I, I, I you definitely become... think that's a Lurosium thing. Like, Lurosium yeah. rewrites the spirit web. That's what it does. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's a function of all god battles at all. I, sure, I would I mean, wonder obviously, if, but I, I know we want to get back on track, but yeah, I'd almost wonder just like spitballing if Eglium, like if you tapped into that in its like pure form, if it might do something like some sort of breath enhancement, like we know there's qualities of breath and if it might make you into something similar to a returned, like maybe not all the way ah. as a returned. Um, Cause we know that's like endowment directly kind of meddling, but mm -hmm. If it would like no, I, improve your your base breath, um, that maybe. that's one thing I kind of I could see that around. It's really hard to say because yeah, yeah. the we function of god metals is really unclear. Why does yeah. Atium does the thing that it specifically does? That is really not <laughs> yeah. very clear to be real. Well, yeah, it makes sense to me. Basically, like yeah. Does it? Okay. Does it make sense? Atium well, is really powerful in its magic system, and it has a yeah. very limited effect in another magic system. Likewise, yeah. Lorasium would have a very limited effect in hemology. Like, yeah, okay. uh, like I in mean, in, in hem hemology, it can steal anything, right? Sure. So, like, okay. it really All improves right. the versatility. Okay. Um, so, right. and if you're looking at the intent of hemology, it's like breaking the cot, like investiture down into smaller pieces and so atium allows like any investiture or any like aspect to be broken down into smaller packages okay. that that ian that was a very good explanation which kind of solves one of the things that i've complained about for a long time so great thanks <laughs> and this is why i'm on the podcast <laughs> that's right that's why that's why you're on the podcast <laughs> screw you Stormfather. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, I'll read this next one. Uh, does Kushiesh the Protector have anything to do with the sibling, the third sibling at Erythru? Brandon, <laughs> see, you gave me too much wiggle room there because anything's a really broad term. I could say yes, but not in the way you're thinking. Questioner, hmm, I have to rethink my theory then. Brandon, I'll say probably not in the way you're thinking. <laughs> Yeah, you have to be very yeah. careful with Brandon. <laughs> if you give him an inch, he will take a mile. Like, I yes, once there asked... Are you ask yeah, like, <laughs> if they have anything to do with each other. 
yes, they both existed in the Cosmere. Bam. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, that tells us nothing. They're I both asked, friend. It's <laughs> Yeah, I asked uh Brandon how how many shards have been on Roshar? This is pre-words of radiance where things were more shaky in our knowledge, mm. right? Okay. Uh there there was this theory that uh odium, like the broken one, was some other thing. That's basically what was going on. And I wanted to quash that immediately. But I asked Brandon, how many shards have invested themselves on Roshar? And he said, well, technically all of them did. Which, like, now we oh, kind of know fiend. why that is. <laughs> well, right, because all the investiture yeah. on the Shattering it converted into those flavors, right? So we now know what that yeah. means. But yeah, in 2013, we had no idea what that meant. And so I was like, oh, God, I can imagine that was annoying. <laughs> like, he did that yeah. twice to me in that time. So, yeah, that was great. Um... He kind of gets in moods, right? Yeah. He, well, he, he likes in trolling like a mood me, where... especially, in <laughs> particular. Uh, Ian, why don't you read this one? Okay. This is um, from some guy named, like, Overlord Jeepus or something. God. He drinks a lot of tea. I don't know. Yeah. yeah um, he's so pretty. And though Arshara from the forums and the Discord did suggest this one. So, shout out to her. Can a spren willingly break their bond any time between the first and fifth oath with their radiant? Very hesitantly, Brennan says, Well, yes, this is possible. Overlord Jeebus. Essentially, committing suicide isn't it, though. Brennan, I ascribe to that question. A spren could at any point break it. Can they break it safely? That's a different question. Ben asks, Can they break it safely? There are methods in place where it can be stopped, so yes, it can be done. But once you've started into this, once you've chosen on both sides, it's a dangerous process. But yes, it can be done, and it can be done safely. Hmm. That seems. So this important. is this is very curious. So it's it, even though yeah, yeah, like I know a lot of people think the Spren were in on it during the recreants, and uh -huh, yes. They have to. Hey, this kind of thing kind of doesn't shut down. Eh, I don't know. I think so. Listen to uh, our Recreants podcast, no. Ben. We talked about this extensively there. So you can just go listen to that one. Oh, I think I did. But I still think I disagree. Um, but yeah, so if the spring can break their bond. <laughs> I'll go listen to it again and we can but talk about it another time. <laughs> yeah. It's, there it's kind isn't of, a it, it does time frame. have interesting implications. Yeah. There isn't a time frame for this. The recreants might have yeah. needed to happen like ASAP. We don't know, and, and breaking the bond yeah. safely might take might have taken too much time. Yeah. We have no idea. Yeah, because I I think we can agree what happened to the radiant spren who became shard blades was not the safe version of this process. No, no. because that's the bad version. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it, it's also probably like the uh, hmm. Yeah, they, they could. They might just not have had the knowledge to do it without the heralds around. Maybe the heralds could have helped, like, tell them, "Yo, maybe you could do like these four things, right?" And the, those radiants yeah. at the recreants just didn't have. Well, honor the was other not thing, being particularly helpful. Let's just say, at the yeah. Time, the, you know, the yeah. other thing is like this, is, and would honor because like you're still kind of breaking an oath if you're kind of intentionally 
untangling this relationship. So Honor might be like, no, I'm not going to help you because... No. Keep your Honor definitely wouldn't do that. Yeah, Yeah, at that Um, point, like, I don't think he could have, even if he wanted to. Yeah. Um, And... Yeah, this is interesting. Um, you with coming from Brandon too, you don't know if this is even something that any of the characters know about. Like it could be that in Brandon's head Ooh. there is a safe way to do this, but no mm. one on Roshar might know about it yet, right? Or we yeah. might like learn about it. In I think a few yeah. Books. Patton mm-hmm. Patton kind of implies he does know about this in Oathbringer. Because near the beginning, he's yeah, he kind of goes, Shallon, if you want another one, I can just you could just tell me to go away, and I'll go away, and they'll send you a new spread. I thought he was talking about like you can kill me, and then they'll just send. I thought it was that. Oh, uh, maybe I'm like pretty sure it was like he's like, oh, if you kill me, they'll just send another one. Yeah, Yeah. because pattern was like, (laughs) yeah, that's he was kind of resigned to his fate that Shallon would kill him. Pattern's the cutest. Going back to (laughs) Olympus. From the yeah. intro. Yeah, that's um, right. Sion's, that bond can be passed, capital mm-hmm. P passed, from person to person. And oh, Brandon okay. has said that yes. the Nahel bond can be passed. Oh, okay. Well. So. So, yeah. how maybe that works. the recreant solution <laughs> is, no, I could pass it. So. You know, I'm not, yeah. you know, your person, but we want all of those removed. So that's not really yeah. going to work out. We want there to be no radiance anymore. And maybe the safe right. way of untangling a bond is, is not doesn't the way get that to that go. goal. Yeah. yeah. Right. <sighs> Just killing all the spren, though. That's still going to be. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. On a happier note, Matt, why don't you do this next one? Sure. Uh, questioner, Jasna and Chris seem like they would be super good friends or girlfriends, and I was wondering if there was any possibility of that. Brandon, yes, I think they would get along. Um, this is something so I've Chris been... Chris the uh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, uh... I've been really excited about the idea of Chris and Jasna just being in the same room together. Oh, yes, that'd be amazing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of pictured it more like, are one of them going to like kill the other? Because, but it's nice to know, actually, no, they'd, they'd get along. Right. Unlike um, when like, yeah. oh, do Hoyt and Kelsey are like each other? Brandon, no, not at no. all. Then yeah. years later, we see exactly immediately. Oh yeah, they really <laughs> don't get along yeah. really fast. So yeah, it. I, I think just because, and Yasna is someone out of our current um, main cast who I could see uh, becoming Cosmere literate um, in the future because oh, yeah. she already knows. Yeah, she's already like three quarters of the way there. I think <laughs> pretty much. Um, so it it's cool to think of them being colleagues. Yeah, I'm just cool. Right. I can't wait yeah. until like Roshar makes contact with the wider Cosmere again because we do know oh, that it's gonna be like, fascinating. In ages past, like the radiance, like they did know about yeah. that sort of thing. Like they did interact with the wider Cosmere. 
they, well, and wouldn't they especially have to like, being else colors like yeah oh yeah. we know like, Shadesmar. yeah we could figure it out they, pretty quick. they have a whole they have a whole power devoted to kind of exploring the cognitive realm and yeah also roshar yeah. because it has like amenities in Shadesmar, it's a little more friendly i'd think for world hoppers than, than like yeah. absolutely Skadriel's, which is just empty yeah, and you have Nas and Chris yeah. like huddling around the little fire, being like, "We're gonna watch a shard die." Like, yeah. <laughs> it's and a little different. <laughs> and Brandon has said something along the lines of like, "It's very easy to get to Voshar in in the cognitive realm, mm-hmm. like yeah. a very like focal point or something, whatever yeah. that means." Yeah. yeah, interesting. Could just be because no, there's uh, a lot yes. of stuff there, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of act- maybe mental activity. I don't know. Easy um, to find. Well, we've seen from the, we've seen the cognitive realm map, and it has all of the directions pointing towards all the planets. Maybe only Roshar yeah. is just kind of cognitive realm geographically in the center. Maybe kind of thing. Of just I a few don't planets. think so. That could okay. just be a perspective I, thing. You know? Yeah, that's like, yeah, like, I don't definitely know. just a perspective. Like that was made by right. people on Roshar. Like of course they would put Roshar. The, in the Earth middle. is like, the center of the yeah. universe. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> like it's yeah. If you're on yeah, Roshar, like those, you would do it like that. But it's like with all those maps where Europe is bigger than or like the same size yeah, as Africa. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. they're making the maps and they feel that Europe is bigger, whereas Africa's much bigger. Yeah. 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 Actually, mm-hmm. historical sidebar, which I like. Um, when <laughs> missionaries were first going into um China, like um Christian missionaries, like there was like they weren't having a lot of long. Uh, a lot of luck but then this one specific sect like sort of like gave like the chinese like maps of the greater world but with china in the center it's just like huh. the, the chinese loved that because like <laughs> wait, wait, and that goes into like their culture as like the middle kingdom and all of that yeah but yeah, like, okay putting that's cool stuff in the center like really makes people like that like you mean like how america is kind of there on like american maps and you yeah know? Like, yeah. sorry, I can't hear you from Greenwich Mean Time over here. So, yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, was thinking Prime Meridian too. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> all right, Ben. Here, it's so nice. We're just going in order, and you get this one, which is very important. Nah, I think we should just skip this one. I think we should just skip this one. I, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, okay. Nope. You know what? You know what, okay. Ben? I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna narrate it for you then, and you'll just react. Okay? How no, about we just do that? No. Okay. 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 All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Okay, all right. This is your question. Very right. important question. Answered for yeah. people. Right, so I asked, has Eshenai left for the beyond? And Brandon says, yes. <laughs> I'll canonize this. I'm sorry. And <laughs> I then, be- I almost basically fell down at this because I was expecting a no or a Raffo. And so I, started, I was like, no, Raffo it, Raffo it. Uh, Brandon <laughs> said, oh, you wanted, oh, you wanted that was the Raffo bait? Um, so, so then Brandon's reply is, oh, that was Raffo bait? Okay, I never intended that. If you want to leave this one out there, that's fine. But I never intended Timber to be Eshenai's soul. When people said that in the beta, I'm like, oh, I guess you could see that. But that's, I mean, that's not how spend work, right? Uh, I then exactly. replied, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I then replied, I was going to say, you're saying Timber is not Eshenai's soul. Going for that clarification, guys. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Brandon then said, no, I never even thought they would make that connection because we saw Timber in the previous books. I mean, I don't want to kill people's fan theories, but that one kind of blindsided me in the beta. I'm like, well, I guess we'll go ahead and let people think that, but no, no. Uh, you can wow. leave that one off if you want to tease people and things. Uh, some people want to believe that. Um, and then I'm not going to read the rest of the... Uh, oh, where you promise <laughs> that you I will. Okay, great, do that. Ben continues, I made a bet that Eshenai was not only was not only still be alive after Words of Radiance, but would also become radiant. And then the best in the bet was, if not, I had to eat a shoe. Brandon, oh no. Ben, <laughs> so I've been trying to get out of it for like, well, you could eat a gummy shoe or something like that. But no, I didn't intend this. No. I love Brandon just like... Like just wrecking this theory so oh, hard. Yeah. I don't think he's he like ever done that. He's just like, no, I. Yeah. What? Well, no, that's weird. And and to be fair, like his points that like it's something he didn't anticipate because like Timber does show up in Words of Radiance. Yeah, search comment yes. like uh, not friend. named. Yeah, not named, it's right? There. But mm-hmm. um, and then also, like he said, that's not how Spren work. Like no. Spren aren't the spirits of. Dead things. Dead Rosharans. So yeah. Yeah. Um, him just completely shutting down the theory was was quite surprising. Yeah, yeah, surprising. Like I said, I was just going in there to find out whether Esh and I was coming back in any way. And then he just jumped on it as a I'm gonna bash yeah. on Timber as a Shonai a little bit. Yeah. I, I Yeah, like I do know that there have been like a number of things that like fandom comes up with and renders like what? What? Like, <laughs> yeah. I I would just like to point out certain militant people on the forum thinking that Timber Session I soul. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon just completely wrecked that theory. Yeah, just saying. And, and to I, go back to, to our scr- um, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and to go back to our pronunciation more, Tamber. <laughs> this is an actual English word. Yes, and as, and as the only English people here. I, only English person here. I'm going to say it's timber. Great, I'm cool. Because <laughs> it's not an, it's an I. So there. Yeah. Also, but it's literally called timber. <laughs> that, that's how you say that word. I'm going with the the British person. Uh, I'll yeah. just say aluminium now. But also, your pronunciation <laughs> sucks, Ben. As we discussed oh. last week, yeah. sucks. Yeah. Uh, great. Yeah, uh, I, I will say I. I do have uh, your bet screen capped. So, so <laughs> yeah, it, it's very important. I think half the Discord very, has the, that bet screen capped. Very well, oh. very well documented. Uh, and yeah. I want you to make a YouTube video of you eating a gummy shoe. It's very important yeah. to me. It'll happen eventually. It'll. I'm, well, I'll, I'll get around to making it one day. You'll, you'll make, make a YouTube shoe shaped cake. <laughs> yeah, I'll make YouTube like, videos again one day, guys. <laughs> I promise. Yep. Uh, cool. So, uh, let's do this next one. Uh, questioner, we saw in Arcanum Unbounded that you can also travel without a perpendicularity to get uh, to the different systems, but is that like an alien spaceship thing that we're going to find out? Brandon, yes, you could get between them all if you use conventional space travel. It would take a long time, but you could get between them all. All the other methods use the magics in some way questioner but does it always have to be the cognitive realm brandon the ways that people know how to do it are 
uh, now are all related to the cognitive realm in some way. It doesn't have to be that way, but that's the way that everyone knows. Yeah. Now, before we discuss this one, that does really tie into the next one. So we might just want to read that one and then discuss both of these. Yeah, yeah, do it. Do it. You, you, okay. Do, do this next So, one. questioner, did humans come to Roshar through Shadesmar? Brandon, it is technology or magic closer to how the Oath Gates work, but it was not, it was, but it was like that. It's not canon, but right now that's what I have. It's not canon because there are certain things I have to work out before they can work. And then a little later on, he went back. By the way, I'll just say to the tape recording that I haven't canonized. Like, for instance, if they traveled to Shadesmar to get to Shinovar from Ashen. Right now, I have, I have that not being via Shadesmar, but the mechanics of that might not work out, and I might have to default to Shadesmar. So there are certain things you'll see where I say, this isn't the canon answer, it's where I have things right now. Then, so Eretheru might end up being a spaceship after all? <laughs> it's not that. Right now I have them using something closer to Oathgating, but it opens up a huge can of worms when I'm not requiring direct. When I'm sending them through the spiritual realm, it opens up cans of worms, and I have to make sure the mechanics on that are tight before I do it. So isn't he just saying that the Oath Gates go through the spiritual realm? That's exactly what he's saying. Well, yeah. not, not yeah, Oath Yeah, I just, yeah, just no, talked with no, you that, no, no. that is. Um, I don't think he's saying that. He's saying that the method that the Ashenites used to get to Roshar used the spiritual realm, and that it is similar to Oathgating. Because I think we also got a word of Brandon in here somewhere that Oathgates work by speed of light travel yeah. through the cognitive yeah. realm. Yes. Yeah. So right. they are not oath-gating. I guess I just don't understand why he would conflate the two if one's going through the spiritual, one's going through the cognitive. That's that's yeah. That's where I'm coming from there, right? I think, I think what he's trying. I think the, his main way of saying is just saying they don't. They didn't transport to the cognitive realm and then walk there. They they were transported sure. via magical means within the realmatic system. Yeah. Sure. It was yeah. more like Star Trek transporters. Yeah. Yeah. And Eretheria is definitely not a spaceship and never will be. Yes. Well, we don't know never will be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> maybe, maybe the future right will be You just spoiled Book Nine's plot twist. How dare oh, you? Oh, no. <laughs> Navani converts uh, Eretheria into a spaceship. <laughs> See? All right. We got to have a quick sidebar here. You, Matt, are pronouncing Erythru with a U rather than ooh there. I'll just yeah. point that out there. Some people <laughs> complaining about my uh, pronunciation of this. And things sounding like about. urethra. <laughs> Sorry. Just That's saying. how I read it. Yeah. I know. It's all your fault, Eric. So on that note, Matt... Uh, why don't you read this next one? <laughs> On that completely irrelevant note, do this next one. Um, why don't you have to say the words if you're just bonding a cryptic? Every order's first oath is the same. Then the second oaths for the cryptics go into truths. But everyone says the first oath the same, regardless of order. Which should raise the question of... <laughs> did And then the questioner interjects... Um, word of advice, don't interrupt Brandon when he's giving a question, because <laughs> yeah, sometimes that. that can, this one worked out okay, but sometimes that can get him off the hook. 
Yeah. So the questioner interjects and says, did Shalon say it when she was a teeny weeny, like in the cradle? Brandon, that should raise a question. She wasn't teeny weeny, but it should raise the question there. Um, of course, uh, we see the moment on screen when uh, Shalon kind of renews her progress as a radiant. Right. Um, yes. And that's with a truth. So she doesn't um, re-swear the first ideal. Um, yeah, so she Because we do have a word, we do have kind of an implication or confirmation that she had regressed. And that's why we've yeah. seen her mm-hmm. swear See, now, so many what, truths on screen. What makes me very curious is one of the flashbacks we get from Shalan when she's very young and she's got pattern mm-hmm. with her and talking and she's like not even 10 years old. And so this is something that's always troubled me because I've been thinking, what truths can someone who's like seven years old possibly yeah, tell seriously. to be like, oh yeah. yeah, it was me that drew on the wall and I blamed it on my brother. Like, I, I think that like, is reductive of children. Like children are more like people than we often think they are. Like they are people, like they <laughs> can true. understand things. They yeah. can have Secrets. truths. Like yes. they can have it's lies. More that, hey, Brandon clearly has thought about that part of Shalon's childhood and we haven't seen that. And so yeah. like what those truths are could still be important. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and when Brandon yeah. says a leading question, that should raise this question. <laughs> yeah. That, that's probably going to be a thing. And so it's yeah. going to be. But I mean, we've already had Shalon's flashbacks, so I don't know mm-hmm. when we'd get more information about well, pre- we he did, did get- add in Kaladin's yeah. flashbacks. Yeah. In Oathbringer. So I'm assuming he might do something like that again. Um, True. Okay. Another thing uh, that's been talked about on Discord, at least, and probably on the forums, is, you know, we've seen Shallan's, like, kind of dark past, but none of that was what broke her enough um, to allow her to become a Radiant. True. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when we first see her, she's already a Radiant. So mm-hmm. something prior to that must have broken her enough right. for yeah. her yeah. to I, I will just say the caveat that break, breaking might not be as yeah. necessary as we think it is. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. That's true. Lopin. Lopin's yeah. just a happy guy. <laughs> yeah. Like he doesn't have some deep dark trauma. No. But yeah, Shalan I want Grimdark has... Lopin. That's what I want. <laughs> no, I don't want but, but basically Shalan still has some secrets from her very early childhood mm-hmm. that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we know at least that she was um, on the journey um, to self awareness because that's kind of what the Lightweaver truths um, are geared towards—is being kind of self aware. So she was on that from an yeah. early age. And I actually think, from what we know of the orders now, like the Lightweavers are probably the order that would be most. Suit, not suitable, but most mm. open to children. Okay, because like, yes, children are more have more going on than like we might think, but they're still mm. children. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they might not be. Able I will to internalize, protect those like, who cannot protect themselves. Like, yeah, you're That's not gonna really get that five, so, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> Though, like. An older sibling with a younger sibling in an abusive household, like I could yeah, see that's, them yeah. getting that's true. that. That's true, but in general, mm-hmm. pro- yeah. probably less yeah. so. Yeah. 
And I will unite we know, divide. like, there was stuff going on with uh, Shallan's mom and dad, obviously. I mean, yeah. they're yeah. both involved with secret societies and... Yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one from Rainier basically asks about Nightblood. Rainier? Either. Rainier. Yeah, Ra- Rainier, like the mountain. Rainier, yeah. Yeah. The mountain that overlooks Seattle, which is where Emerald City Comic Con was. Yeah. My aunt and uncle lived <laughs> there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can cut that, Eric. <laughs> no, I'll leave it in. Uh, that's, that's fine. If people want to mock my pronunciations, that's totally fine. Uh, that's also why I'm on a podcast. That's, 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 that's true. Uh, to make fun of me. But uh, basically, Brandon says that uh, one minor aspect of the book Nightblood, sequel to Warbreaker, is Darrow, a character from Aether of Night, is going to be worked into the main continuity. Yes, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Confirmation yeah. of a non-canon character appearing when they're going to appear as well. Like that's, I don't yeah, think we've ever true. had that. That's, that's uh, true. Yeah, but Brandon's being very like off the cuff with uh, Aether these days. So. I'm yes. reading this again. I'm wondering if he's actually saying what we're, we think he's saying. Because when we first read this, we're like, "Oh, Darrow is going to be a world hopper," but like if Brandon's going to like have to massively rework Aether of Night in the first place like Daryl might just be an Althea. Oh, that's true. Well, he's uh, true. he's yeah, working yeah. into the main continuity for sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, before we move on to the next one, uh, I met Rainier and I went to brunch around his house and he's a great guy and mm-hmm. he is he is a Shaladin <laughs> supporter. So. Yes. Uh Ian Manchu. Yeah. So Silaseri um asked a question about whether Tapping ferrochemical gold would protect a misborn trying to burn at metal. I like how you refuse <laughs> to say harmonium. It's consistently <laughs> amusing to me. Okay. Um, and when it's like, that is theoretically possible. And Silasari tries to probe a little bit more and Brennan ends up just rathoing him. Yeah. Yep. So It would do something. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's cl- like at anything with et metal or harmonium, I think for now, like that's obviously going to be a key um, thing in future Mistborn books. So I think it's going to be tough to get that sort of thing out of them. Yeah. yeah. Until we actually like see Southern, like South Scadrial, like yeah. he's not going to answer any questions about that. Nope. No. Hopefully we see more in Lost Metal. Hopefully. Hopefully. Matt, why don't you do this next one? Okay, sure. Uh, so this is another Jeebus question. Um, does Investor seek spawn intelligence because it used to be Adenalsium, or did Adenalsium come into come to exist because Investor seeks intelligence? Uh, Brandon says that's a chicken and egg question. Um, you'll find both theories espoused by people in the know. Um, Which is so, basically a raffo. Yeah, <laughs> basically, and. What the trend with uh, the questions Brandon's been asked ask answering about kind of the greater Cosmere has very much been there's debates in world about yeah, this. Yeah. Like that's a common answer he'll give for kind of those big big yeah. questions. And I've I think uh, it's more common recently. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's common with like anything that has to do with the beyond. Like our yeah. cause uh, our cognitive shadows like actually the person or just a copy like. Yeah, up for debate. 
And I, I think that's partially because, you know, we're getting into like adenalcium is, you know, like the divine, right? And so yeah. I think it's there's aspects of it that are beyond human understanding, I think. And mm-hmm. so Brandon, of course, is hesitant to confirm explain yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. something which he maybe be, wants. They'll probably yeah. be arguing that in the like Mistborn era for, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> it's one of those things I don't think we're ever going to get a definitive answer yeah mm-hmm. because like there are things like brandon is very open but there are still things that he doesn't want yeah to like confirm or deny oh. yeah this one specifically i do hope we do get an answer i hope anyway we might, we if might it get... was me writing i would not answer this we okay, might get enough. someone exploring that question yeah but i don't mm-hmm. think we'll get a definitive thing uh this next one yeah so for this next one, I basically asked, is Eertil a misting, a pharaoh, a mistborn, a Farukamist? I wanted to know absolutely anything about uh, Eertil, and Brandon just raffoed it all. And uh, just basically said, Eertil is a raffo completely. Rip. Which yep. is fair. Yep. I'm still very disappointed we didn't see any of Yaddle in Oathringer. Like, yeah. at all. Like, yeah, we need some more Ghostblood stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ben asks, uh, Adolin's hit by Parshendi lightning and then his plate reacts and starts blocking out the, the light from the rest of the lightning strikes. Is he awakening his shard plate as well as his blade? And Brandon says, so shard plate didn't have as much of a problem as the blades did. So if someone else were wearing that, they would have, they could have had the same effect. So Ben says, so it's more just a function of shard plate, really. Brandon, yeah, but I mean, the shard plate needs to be a little more aware, you know. It didn't have as much of an effect uh, on shard plate as the blades. Ben says, that being the recreants? The recreants, yeah. Bitch. Yeah. We still so, really don't understand shard plate. Yeah. All, all, all mm-hmm. that tells yeah. us really is that the recreants didn't affect plate as much as it did blades, which we can tell just from the way they function, really. Yeah. Which, yeah. Unfortunately, doesn't disprove my least favorite theory which is the the lesser spren theory i know a lot of people like that one. Oh, i like that one i like, I like yeah. it i don't know if i'm sold on it i yet. just don't know the specifics i think once we see the specifics it'll make sense yeah, yeah. like i don't know how specifically but i think they're involved yeah um yeah also from ben um so in part four of earthbringer like we do not see in neverstorm from the perspective of the cognitive realm even though we should have yes and brennan's like mm-hmm. there the reason for that is because he didn't know how to write it yet so yeah. like i'm just not gonna put it in i'm going to avoid the issue well he did say, yeah. Yeah. yeah this is one of those we'll, holes we'll where he is just like i don't know what an everstorm looks like in the cognitive realm yet so i just didn't put it in yeah yeah yep. well and but, like that said, will be involved yeah. in a later book so yeah. we yeah. will see that eventually but our characters, he does kind of confirm there that the characters did witness one. Yeah. yeah. Which we yeah. knew because of the timeline. Mm-hmm. I'll paraphrase the question, maybe. So he's asking about how the questioner asks about how Dalinar learns languages. Um, compared, and with compared with Venli, who knows um, all languages. And Brandon says, uh, Dalinar's connection is going to work. He has to kind of be active about it. So it needs to be um, 
Then he says, let me see if I can get the words right. Uh, the mechanics I have in the notes is that Dalinar has to touch someone and will learn to speak the language of their native country that they spoke as a young person. He's making a direct connection to that specific person and their way of speaking. So if you have learned another language and Dalinar shakes your hand and activates his ability, he will connect not to that language you've learned, but to your native language. And for how long it lasts, he says, it does need to be renewed, but I have it lasting basically as long as days, not months. But I didn't actually put a definite uh, time on it. So I'm going to say it's not canon. I'm not canonizing that, but I didn't want him to keep renewing it every couple of hours. So I think the idea is kind of, he has to renew it once in a while. It's not a lifetime gift, but it's effectively long enough that he doesn't yeah. have to keep touching people. Yeah, yeah. It's as long as necessary for the plot, basically. Yeah, basically. he just didn't yeah. want to write Dalinar having to consistently touch people all the time. Yeah. That would be annoying yeah. and weird. Uh, I, I do think that the way this works makes sense with Dalinar and spiritual adhesion. Mm -hmm. That touch yeah. is mm -hmm. kind of like a thing. So that makes mm -hmm. sense to me. Yeah, and he's doing kind of a one-to-one -one connection. You know, he's not yeah, doing right. what Venli, the pa the specific interesting power that Venli is getting with Envoy form. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's distinct from the theoretical Edge Dancer resonance. Yes. Right? Yeah. Which is very similar to Venli's ability. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so the question asks... When was the Ars Arcanum for Elantris written? Was it any specific time? And Brandon replies, saying that the Ars Arcanum is around the context of uh, the events of the first book. Uh, he would have to look it up and double check, but you can take that as canon unless I look at it and find, yeah. So that's interesting because Elantris takes place a lot more before everything else. It does. Yeah, and so does. Chris got started early, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it is yeah. after White Sand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. But it's just interesting that she wasn't it didn't take some it didn't take a lot of time for her to get started on her quest of well, Arsarkening and everything. She seemed to have Could be centuries, so True. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will just say that she definitely took a step back when writing the Era One Arsarkenum Arcana. Because yeah. like those are those like Glossaries. Not essays and glossaries. Like Yeah. Which, in reality, is purely just because that's when he started writing Arsa Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. It's like, I, I'm really curious to see whether Brandon had this idea from the start of, yeah. like, someone in world writing these things. Because yeah. I don't think that is clear at all. Um, I think he mentioned this before, that he said um, when he used to mm -hmm. read... Um, Oh, I cannot remember what's, what series it was. He talks about Tolkien and yes. the maps often. And how he um, loved how the maps were in-world artifacts and how he said that makes the reader feel more in the world. So he said that's always been his intention with those kind of things, is that he that's what gave him the idea for uh, Ars Arcanums and the maps. I don't think that's what gave him the idea for the Ars Arcanum. Well, no, no, he, he, no, not the idea. That's specifically about like the maps and the illustrations, not the Ars okay. Arcanum. Okay. Like, the Ars Arcanum like, started... Because, like, fantasy books always have, like, glossaries in the back, and he yeah. wanted to have a fun name. He didn't want yeah. it just be yeah. called, so he named it the Ars Arcanum. Okay. Right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess, um, and this is just my guess, that the Ars Arcana for, for um, Elantris, maybe he had an idea that someone in world was writing it, but I don't think he had settled that Chris 
yes. was the one writing it when he no. put it together. Well, I, because like the era one Mistborn Arzarkana do refer to like real world things. Like it mentions the Mistborn llamas. So it's like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a really hard time seeing like that I, as I, being an in-world thing. I don't think we should uh have the the glossary of terms to that was the first time he was doing a longer series yeah so like I, that I, that's i don't think that should be counted as a true ars arcanum i would just like, say i i would just think that the table that chris had in era one he was saying that the table is in world and so that's what yeah. i'm gonna go with you know like that's yeah. what chris probably would have known about those uh that's fair abilities right yeah yeah oh man this next one it's kind of crazy do do questioner yeah. and is hoid now like he can basically light weave brandon he can already i would have to delve into that during more times but he was limited he and he's still limited but there's stuff that he's been trying to do for a while that he can't quite get working questioner because it seemed like when he and shallan were creating that story together of the wall brandon right he was using her power right and guiding it he wasn't doing it himself questioner is that something he can do in general just help people with their powers brandon not necessarily that was pretty special circumstances yeah i i think that's pretty much saying that he's a light weaver like she was doing light weaving like he couldn't do that with Kaladin yeah. lashing no i i totally agree with that but I, it's the part that's really interesting to me is Though Hoyd is a Lightweaver from Yolen, yeah. he's limited in some ways and could not get some things to work. Like, it's less good than... Yeah. And when we see him Lightweaving, at least in the, in the main books, he's often using, like, a, you know, sand or dust or yeah. smoke to do yeah, it. That's true. My like main we theory is, is his Lightweaving is the manipulation of... Th- things around him he can't create illusions but he can manipulate things to look like other things but oh but like it's like dust and sand it's not a very strong illusion he's creating or a light weaving that he's doing it's, it's the way i've been kind of reading that what he does although we do also um i think it's in the ars arcanum that says that the roshar and light weaving is the most similar illusion magic to yeah. the yolen yeah light weaving yeah. Like um, so it would be more similar than like the Aeons or um, I'm trying to think of other illusions. Soul, soul stamping, I guess. Yeah. No, uh, no, that's, that's not, not really illusion. illusions. That's, that's not at all illusion. That's a very no. different yeah. thing. Yeah. But, but definitely think, more similar, yeah. I think, than the Aeons is what I take that to mean. Well, because they're both called light weaving, so I'd, I would <laughs> yeah. assume so. That would just be confusing. Yeah. Uh, questioner. I was wondering, in Stormlight, what kind of gem the Parshendi gem hearts were, or do they just do they hold Stormlight well? Uh, Brandon replies, so this is a good question. This is one that people have been asking me since the first book. If they had one, and I finally confirmed it in book three. So the reason people think don't the reason people don't think Parshendi have a gem heart is that it is milky white and it looks like bone. The questioner then says, but aren't their bones red? This is a very well-educated questioner. Uh, <laughs> their bones, well, their bones are red, but not completely. If you're going to pull the boat out the bone, what you're going to see is... I'll explain it in the next book. So what you're going to do is, if you break open that bone, you're going to find this white, 
it's not marrow, but it is. Uh, yeah, I guess it's marrow. Anyway, at the center kind, <laughs> at the center kind of in their sternum, there is a gem heart there, and it is fused to the bone, and it is grown into the bone, and you have to kind of snap it open and find it inside, and it kind of just looks like marrow, but there's a gem heart in there. And it kind of relates to some stuff in Dragonsteel that I'm not going to get into, but oh, you'll see in the I next mean, books. But there's a good reason people just people just don't think that Parshendi have a gem heart. So lots of good information about gem hearts there and, and the way they are yes. Parshendi work. But that no. Dragonsteel connection, though. Whew. <laughs> yes. Um, my... I don't know if I'm going to say it, it's a crack theory because <laughs> it's actually kind of reasonable in my mind but it's crack theory yeah what on yolen do we know is milky white i don't know if you you have to have read um flyer <laughs> parnell for this but like <laughs> the skull moss which is fane life oh that is true that's really like, yeah that, yep. yeah that's true interesting it's been so long since i've read those um yeah. For the listeners at home, we we don't know anything about Fane Life really. No, other, <laughs> other than, than it exists. And it's it's, it's on bad. Yulin. Is it it's bad? Do we do we know if it's bad? It's different. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Like I don't I mean, think it's bad. Okay. After after Oathbringer, I'm not sure like what is good and bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's like one of the big. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Are true, the Voidbringers bad? Yeah. <laughs> like there's. The in theaters now is the movie Annihilation, I think. Oh yes, about like that's pretty much what the fake life is. But yeah, okay, that's that's good. That is a great movie. You've not seen that movie. I haven't it's seen. It. I have not. I, I saw the trailer. If anyone like, trailer, that's a good the trailer. trailer, I like that trailer. <laughs> if you've not, if you're not in the US, it's on Netflix everywhere else in the world other than the US. What? Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. What? <laughs> BS. Um. But oh, Good. one other thing I wanted to say, it's like, okay. it's very interesting that, um, because all the other gem hearts that we know of are one of the pole stones, like the yes. 10 and gemstones that hold Stormlight. And when they're obviously like, gems, like yeah. they're easy to recognize. Yeah. So it's weird that um, Singer gem hearts are this milky white thing. Yeah. Because th- that doesn't really match any of the pole stones. No. Well, I always figured they were smokestone because I didn't know what smokestone was, so I just figured it was a smoky white stone. But no, turns out that's not true. It, it's most definitely dark. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's smoky quartz. If you don't know, yeah. it's smoky quartz. Yes. If you Google smokestone, it does not come up with smoky quartz. No. No. Well, <laughs> if you do like some really deep delving, you can eventually find smoky quartz because I did that like three years ago, oh. trying to figure out what it was. Okay, so this next one, the questioner asks, where are the rest of Roshar's named gems? Like, we have the Hope Diamond, we've got dozens of... And basically, there are named gems. Brandon just didn't include their names. Like, Mm -hmm. because, like, he didn't want to give another name that people had to, like, learn. In Way of Kings, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them, a lot of the gems in the Thalen Gem Reserve are named yeah but it's also gems are a lot more transitory on roshar like they do degrade with use through soul yes. casting they're not as eternal as they are on earth like they don't have 
diamonds are forever on Roshar. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's, a, that's a, I really liked the way he said that. Like that is that is interesting. Um, yeah. but diamonds it, are like the lowest of the low yeah. on Roshar. <laughs> yeah. Emeralds are as long as you can make food for a while with emeralds. It really doesn't yeah. roll off the tongue. Yeah. Really. Uh, so I do love are, that like yeah. the green gemstone is worth the most because yeah. my favorite yeah. color is green. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, and in our world, emeralds are one of the more valuable two as well. It, practically speaking. It's just that we Practic- have a diamond yeah. consortium that are raising yeah. up the prices yeah. of diamonds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really. But yeah, I, I do think in case people are... Uh, haven't clocked on uh named gems we're speaking of things like the king's drop that trapped odium at the end of oathbringer so yeah. uh, I, well, uh 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 uh, 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 uh trapped, oh my gosh o- <laughs> <laughs> trapped uh, oh. no no go well job's done guys yeah. we trapped odium <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. Sorry. yeah. I, I completely missed what did ben actually say i said odium <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big difference technically <laughs> he did capture part of odium so yes. they're not um, Capturing so, the yeah. thrill. I imagine we're probably going to be seeing lots of these in the future, but and Brandon does wish he could have included them earlier as a bit more foreshadowing. Is yeah. is basically well, take away from this because it, they kind of come out a little know, bit out of nowhere. If, kind of, I don't think so. Not out there of are nowhere, gems. But, there are big gems. I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, yeah. And so we just have a few more. Uh, from the recent signing in Orem this March. Uh, and so we thought we'd just crank those up because we can't do a full episode on those. There are, there are some cool ones. Uh, this first one, though, isn't, but I'll have you do it anyway, Matt. <laughs> sure. Um, after another thousand years, will the Well of Ascension fill up again? Or did Harmony do away with that? And Brandon says, one would not expect the Well of Ascension to fill again. People in world assume it will not. And they have a legitimate reasons to think that. Uh, what so a surprise! No, yeah, that was Mason but, Wheeler, by the way. Yeah, it yeah. was. Sorry. Yes, thank you. Mason. Which this totally makes sense. Like the Well of Ascension was designed that way to fulfill a purpose. That purpose no longer needs to be fulfilled. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not there. Uh, and also, I just like saying for the record. Brandon's not really going to be super specific about things Harmony did because we got a lot more Mistborn books. Yeah, we do. So there are holes to fill there. And as a shard, um, even though he's like quite invested, um, he could show up in some capacity elsewhere. um, As we saw with the, the letter. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Harmony could be significant in other plot lines. He's quite invested, is quite a, a way of putting <laughs> the most invested <laughs> being in the entire Cosmere. Yeah. No, totally. He's <laughs> pretty invested in Gadriel. He's, he's a little bit right? invested. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you, you can't see the Ian's face of extreme displeasure <laughs> from that pun. Um, like, uh, actually, that was not, that was like me, like, Totally spacing out. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> to be honest, like Eric's making a, they're making a stupid pun. Whatever. That's um, I like puns. Like I would be a Sanderson fan if I didn't love puns. Like, come on. True that. True yeah. that. That's true. A uh, questioner asks: uh, Do honor blades bestow their abilities similar to an identity-free micro- microsil mind with other metal-born abilities? 
And Braddon says, yeah, these are working on similar principles, same principle, divergent applications by the magic systems. But yeah, I would say they come back to the same principles. Okay. Yeah. So, Unsealed metal mines. Woo. Woo. So yeah, the honor blades, they, they work for everyone, no matter what your identity is. Yep. Yep. I, I do always think that for heralds, the honor blades are going to do more though. Yeah. Probably. Than just regular things. Uh, Oh, this one's my turn. This one is crazy. The fused inaudible, like the lashings, can be a lot faster than Kaldinar, is because inaudible than the radiance? <laughs> Great. The answer is the cool part, though. Brandon, Kaldin can go faster, but they are faster over a longer span. What's going on with the fused is the way their investiture works, it doesn't leak and they are able to use it for much longer periods of time. But they don't have access to the number of times that Kaladin can lash himself uh, directions and things like this, and the speed with which he can pick up speed. So uh, in the short, Kaladin is favored. In the long, they're favored. Which is very interesting, because back in The Way of Kings, Seth mentions That's right. that Voidbringers don't leak. Yeah. Ah, it, right in the prologue. It's right in the Damn. prologue. If you look at that, yep. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see. Okay, that makes sense. It's it's right in the prologue. It's really that's cool. great. See, I had interpreted that to. Me. Okay, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, I won't. My interpretation um, was completely wrong. Okay, I actually kind of want to hear your interpretation now. Uh, what I was so. going to say was, is because we learned this kind of the the we learned the Voidbringers uh, flip. For the humans, yeah, well, I figured yeah. that meant that humans could hold Stormlight indefinitely, which we know, which is one of the theories that a Radiant to the Fifth Oath may be able to hold Stormlight perfectly. So um, I based kind on of other a- comments Brennan has made, I don't think that's the case. Okay, uh, this- I I think it's just a yeah. The origin of the Voidbringers got very muddled, and Zeth yes. doesn't know everything, and so there's an element of truth that oh, the fused those yeah. Voidbringers, which we had for all the years of the heralds existing you know yeah i want to quickly take this as an opportunity as well to talk about how i think that void light works with diffuse because this is a great example and cool works really well in my theory so um, right. i feel like the fused get a continuous uh, stream of void light mm. that's quite slow um and a very low maximum maximum amount that they can hold and so what this means is, is that just like a normal lashing where once you've done the lashing in order to maintain it, it basically costs nothing. Um, Kaladin can lash himself a load of time because he can hold loads of stormlight. But a fused can only lash themselves once, then they have to wait for it to regenerate a little bit, then lash it again. and then. The, but because they've got this continuous stream, they don't ever need to stop themselves lashing because that continuous stream is faster than a single lashing would have them uh, run out. Does that make sense? That yes, okay. I think. So I, I do yeah. like the direct connection. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be right. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's not clear how void light occurs. It's not through the everstorm, right? So yeah, yeah. They get void and, light differently than, and we know that um, Bayedo Mishram in the false desolation was yep. providing, providing, yeah, providing, providing void light. Void light. Yeah. That's right. and like it was her connection to the parsh that was that ended up making the parsh yeah. into the parchment yes yep. yeah rip <laughs> it's yeah it, 
And it's interesting. I like how he shows that though in the books, like with the the lashing uh, fused, you know, like they wear clothing that would be totally impractical if they ever had to land, right? Oh, yes, and their I weapons love that. are all based on the concept of them always being in flight. Not needing to worry about yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of cool. True. Yeah, it's true. Uh one theory I saw from I think Yada and Calderas on the forums yeah. the, and they posted this on Reddit was their theory was Stormlight always wants to escape cuz that's kind of how light That's them. not theory by the way. That's Well, right. Yeah. That, that part is doing yeah. the preliminary work for the theory. Okay. Ian. okay. Let me finish what well, I'm it saying. Well, sounded like that was part of the theory, no, so. Well, Similar to that, <laughs> Void Light sucks inward, so it doesn't want to leave uh, uh, you. So maybe there, that theory was the reason why Void Light doesn't leak is because, well, the Void okay. sucks in rather than Stormlight wanting to push out. Just like the way those investitures work is just functionally different in that way. Okay. Maybe. Which I thought that was an interesting idea. It's interesting. We're going to see a lot more about it. Right now, we're babies. We don't know much about yeah. all these yeah. things. Yeah. We're teeny weenies. Teeny weenies. Yeah. Teeny we- <laughs> like Shalon. Yeah. Teeny weenies. That's right. Bring, right always bringing now. it back. Yeah. We're bringing it back. Um, I'll read this next one. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, so there hasn't been a lot of the stone words in the books. Are they going to come, for- come forward in the next few? And Brandon talks a little bit about how, like, he didn't want to overwhelm people with tons of magical abilities, so he kind of kept it more low-key. Especially with all the fused, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and so, like, with the fused, like, we're mostly just seeing fused that have the same abilities as Radiance we have seen. Yeah. Which Mm -hmm. is the case. Like, lashings, like, illusions, abrasion. And, but, like, the questioner then goes on. It's like, can they shape stone? In one of the flashbacks, they kind of melted it and it becomes sand. And Brennan's basically my original pitch to myself on stone wards. One of their main powers, I mean. Everybody has to, but okay. The ability to grab matter and just kind of like, what if the whole world were clay to you? Not just mm. stone, not just rock, but if you could just pick up something and stretch it, whatever it was, that was my original pitch on that order. So architects or combat engineers fill that order. Yeah, stuff like that, but also, like, you need to get out of the room. Let's just mash ourselves the door right here and step through, or just all kinds of stuff. Can they do that to living flesh? No, that's the general. The more invested something is, the more it resists. And stone word powers are highly resisted by things. Even a small amount of extra investiture is going to prevent them. Like, if you suck, stuck stormlight in an object, say a, storm, a windrunner did, a, storm, a stone word would, wouldn't be able to change that. Super cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, go edit like, that Stoneward article on the Coppermind. I like the elevator yeah. pitch of the Stoneward. It's just, it's just, hey, it's cool. They, everything in the world is clay to them. And I can't wait to see more yeah. of them. Very similar uh, for people who watch the uh, Avatar The Last Airbender yes. series. Sometimes earthbending um, can get kind of like that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So it, that, that, that's the instant uh, image that came to mind is some yeah. of the stuff they do there. Very uh, a stone word could probably do. Yeah. Very powerful, but with some good limitations. So, like yeah. any investiture, stone words don't get. So yeah. you 
you kind of wonder, you know, yeah, if you're going to imprison a stone ward, you know, you'd want that. Invested. You'd want to invest the walls, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, so they couldn't. I wonder, would their powers work on uninvested aluminum? Ooh, I could huh. see it going either way. I would oh. personally, I would say no, because they resist any investiture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, true. But it can be. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, aluminum is weird. Thought. Aluminum's yeah. weird. Uh, I would probably say no as well, because if you ask, will this magic work on aluminum? The answer is no. So I'm going to go with no. Yeah. True. So this is one of my uh, favorite world hoppers right here. So the questioner says, you know, felt. Brandon says, felt. I know felt. Really, Brandon? Of course. <laughs> um, so questioner asks, is felt originally Skadrian? And Brandon says, yep, yes, you guys know about that, right? I don't yeah, think it's a big that. secret, We've asked but he is. And that I mean, should friends. be raising other questions. Uh, questioner, about his name or how he's showing up on Roshar? Brandon says, about that and the fact that he should stand out more. Interesting. I didn't clock that last little bit the first that's time I read this. That's the important part. The other yeah, part, the- like, yeah, we know about Felt. Yeah. So mm. Felt should um, stand out more, but he doesn't. So, uh, there has been a theory where some people think that that means that Felt is the Chondra world hopper. Which which I think is very clearly disproved by the annotations, which says Felt is the son of a noble. So. He could have been replaced. True. But then he's not Felt (laughs) anymore. Like, he's the Chondra world hopper. Like, he's not Felt. Like. Like, I kind of wonder what that says to me that he should stand out more. I kind of wonder... I don't know what that means, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know much about how, for example, like, ferrochemical, like, identity works. But, like, Brandon has... Or not identity. Or is it? One Connection. of them, Brandon has talked about how you can make yourself less noticeable. Yeah. Um, by storing. Mm-hmm. And I Maybe. forget which one that is. Which one is it? Um, uh, let's look. Uh... It's either identity or um, connection. Yeah. Those are the only ones but that would make sense. That, that's really kind remember. of what that's kind of what that reminds me of. Like, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think he's a Ferrochemist, but yeah. I, that, that's what the, the He could have unsealed me metaminds, of. like we don't yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, that, another I feel nail in the Chandra theory is... Don't you mean Nale? <laughs> I will fly to Britain and murder you. So, uh, I not not to interrupt you too much, but we've decided when we really need content, we're gonna just have a really long podcast on just arguing about pronunciations. So, okay. yes, okay, go on. So sorry, carry on, Eric. Sorry. Uh, felt is described as having shin eyes and looking mixed blood. Okay. Yeah, if he was a chondra, he could make himself look more lethy. It's very exactly. true. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, so he, he yeah. sticks out too much to be a chandra, but not as much as he should be. Yeah. It's got to be just an unsealed metal mind, right? Like, that's the only I thing think that so. really makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Cool. Or something else is going on with him. Yeah. And I'm not sure, like, does that mean... 
Like Brandon says, the fact like he should stand out more. I think that means he should stand out more on Roshar. Yeah. I don't think he's talking about he should have stood out more when he first appeared um, in the Mistborn books. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So this was actually a general Q&A question, which it's always nice when interesting stuff happens there. With soul casting, we know what can be soul cast based on the color of the gem. With awakening, say you have emerald green inaudible. If you are awakening straw or some other form of plant matter, if you used a source of green for the color, would it be more efficient than using red? Because as we know, awakening drains color. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. So I haven't built that into the magic system yet. Part of me feels I should have, but I did not. I want color to be relevant to each of the Cosmere magics. It's an essential part of it, and it's part of where we stray more into the magical sense. Like, in my books, we treat magic scientifically, but they are still magic. And it was a thing when I was building Stormlight. Um, he goes on about, like, color is what defines the pull stones, not so much their chemistry, because there are some stones that are the same. Sapphire and ruby. Yeah, are, yeah. Are like, a ruby is a red sapphire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um also emeralds in Heliodor, which is it actually Earth Heliodor, and then Smokestone in <laughs> Amethyst. If only we yeah. had uh David here. Yeah. Mr. Geologist major. This just Wait. in Heliodors are actually yellowish green, not golden yellow. Huh. Yeah. And my um okay. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. By that point yeah. when I was really getting that magic system work, I had already written Warbreaker, and I had known that I wanted color to be to start being a big part. I'd already written Mistborn, where I worked in color in different ways, but I didn't work that into the Warbreaker magic. I felt like it already had enough restrictions. Mm -hmm. I say my worry about the Warbreaker magic is the color feels tacked on. Like, the magic could work without it narratively, so why is it there? And that's the question I asked myself while I was building. That's the question I continue to ask myself when I continue to work on for that magic system to make sure it works for me. But my instincts say adding restrictions like that, particularly when they weren't covered in the first book, feels like the wrong way to go. It'd be like retconning the magic. It's something I considered. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That is. What, what, what jumps out to me about that explanation is... Um, so he's saying, like, you know, in Warbreaker, the the need for color isn't necessary narratively, and that makes sense, you know, because there's already limits like uh, breath, you know, how command, much breath you can yeah. put in, like you or don't command, and the command you know. and everything. Yeah, that's yeah. the important part. Um, so the what that to me is like, then why is color important? Like, why mm-hmm. was it put in in the first place? And the one connection I think of is, of course, the Tears of Edglee. Um, the only reason sure. they're like better for awakening is because of that, that color connection, that right? Extra kind of um, investiture in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I personally wouldn't be that upset if he added more like relevance to the color in Nightblood mm. book, not yeah, necessarily cause... like as an additional restriction, but like, oh, Hey, like, because we know the more human shaped something is, the more efficient it is. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah using the right color also makes it even more efficient which they might not have figured out yet 
Or maybe the difference is just like small enough that unless you're doing like the same thing repeatedly, like when Vasher's just like breaking in somewhere or something, mm -hmm. he doesn't like need to worry about which color he's using because mm -hmm. he's just like awakening his clothes. But yeah, if you yeah. were like if you're in like an awakening lab and you're like yeah, building yeah. very specific constructs or something. Like I, I feel like he could fit it in where it feels like, ah, oh, we're expanding on the specifics mm -hmm. of this. Yeah. We're, uh, we're learning being, more. The like people if, in the world are learning more about the right. Yeah. Or if you want to build another a thousand application, awakened objects, you want to make sure that the color that's being drained, you want to not be draining mm -hmm. too much. So yeah, it could be. Or something thing. experimental. Like if you were doing more night bloods, for example, yeah. it might be useful to have the right color so you can um, you know, be more efficient and safe in your... You know, that's a good question because we never talk about the color part of Awakening Nightblood. Yeah. Just that he turned black. Wasn't originally yeah. black. Yeah. Uh, so, but if color is important, I guess it must have been important there, right? And, and actually, black is a color... For awakening purposes like it it drains towards white instead of draining towards well no it goes um, to black gray. well it goes well, to gray but unless you're because you're not being efficient like efficient. It, it goes towards white yeah the god king goes to white yeah like because he has the 10th heightening yeah he's super efficient he could about reuse, it he could reuse white no it's he, like he can his aura like refracts white light into a rainbow but i don't think he can actually like reuse that but he can reuse stuff that's been drained stuff that's been drained to gray he can pull that remaining color uh, out of the thing okay it's, um, it's been a long time for same me, yeah so. yeah but now that i think about it when you awaken a lifeless it they drains the color from it it, it dr makes them monochrome right so mm -hmm. it's yeah. like how is that related to Nightblood? Night yeah. Mm. And, but if for the correlation to be right, uh, Nightblood should be either gray or white. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, because you if saying, we're treating black as a color. <laughs> Matt, um, are you saying something weird is going on with Nightblood? Say it again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 is that what, what you're color suggesting? Is, um, Azure's sword. Is, is it, it like just silvery? silvery? I think it's silvery. silvery. Okay. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what and yeah. Nightblood's obviously very weird because yes, it can do all of kinds of things. Yeah. One thing that I felt is uh, interesting is he, Brandon wants color to be important to each of the Cosmere magics. Yeah. Uh, like, what does that mean? Uh, and he, and that it is important because my first thought was like, oh, and you just like didn't do that in Mistborn, right? And then he's like, oh, and I specifically did that in Mistborn. And I'm like, yes. No, how is it relevant? It's black and white. Specifically and in. Yeah. Uh, well, ruins black, preservation's white. One, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I don't, that's not a magic system though. Like, that, that's. But he and does say he worked it in, in different ways. Like he worked okay. color into Mistborn in different ways. So it could yeah. just okay. be the, the black yeah. and white. Probably as, um, as someone as someone yeah. who doesn't like it when people base theories purely on the color of things, him I mean, saying that, he it, wants it color to be important makes me go, no. This is the color of this shard. Yeah, yeah, if, this if, is the color I mean, of this shard. By the way, like color uh, shards don't really have a unique color. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. Exactly. Like 
They, okay, they kind of do. It's complicated. Just like they kind of don't, what, though. But like, for example, yeah, he said kind of that yeah. he said that ruin and preservation are black and white because yeah. of like their relationship and yes. how it's set and how up. Right? And then, they were. Uh, Odium yep. right now if, is like is white and gold, but that's just because that's the clothes he wears when he manifests. But like, we don't know if that actually means he anything. See, he wants oh, to also, see regal. Also, the the dagger as well was gold and white. Well, mm. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's yeah. an iffy one, like. Uh, but before that, we had always associated violet with, um, odium. Like, that's, that's true. Oh void yeah, because void light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, color theory um, is weird and complicated. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. It pa- might not important mean as much somehow. as we think it means. Yeah. But it or means it might be something. More. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will talk more about nightblood. We will be doing a nightblood podcast where we talk about nightblood and uh, Vivenna's sword. So yes. worry not. But. That's all of the the spicy words of Brandon. You can go yes. to Arcanum uh coppermine.net. So wob.coppermine.net. This is not all of the wobs. This was just the ones no. that we liked. There's yeah, there's a lot of them. There. I don't think you want this podcast to us to just be uh interpreting these. Well, that would be very easy yeah. to do that. Uh but yeah. So now it's Guess what time, time it is, guys. for it's time for Who's That Cosmere character. I'm so excited. Woo! Play the jingle. Who's that Cosmere character? And and this time, Ian's gonna do one. Yes. yes. Okay. So this character has a secret. Silence Montaigne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say Kelsier just because oh, it's the obvious say, I was one. I going to say that. No. Okay. I'm guessing it's not because that would be. Yes. <laughs> okay. Next clue. This person is a noble. Felt. No. Okay. <laughs> uh. Oh, this was I refuse to say Aeonic names correctly. Don't judge me. But uh Keen, uh Serene's uncle. Okay. No. Okay. <sighs> this character is a magic user. Oh god. Okay. Hmm. Okay, alright. Well. Right, so we've got quite okay, so he said It's not noble, Kelsier. We know the it's noble not part, Kelsier. The noble part makes me think Scadriel. But noble could mean a lot of things. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say marsh. No. Ah, it's the other. It's the I other side it's of the coin for Kelsey. Somewhere else. That's yeah. Not, uh, that's not Skadriel. Yeah, I, 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 I am agreeing. It's not Skadriel because I think that would be too. Oh obvious, no, but... no! I, I know who. Ooh. I know who. Sean Alario. Oh my god, yes. No. <laughs> I, Nailed it. I was thinking, I was actually thinking that. I was like, Sean Alario, oh. but I'm like, oh, but she's like dead. Does she still have a secret? Next clue. And- this character is dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The last clue. This character was engaged 
to a major character. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I would have. I probably would have gotten it at dead. Um, yeah, yeah, see, but. see, Matt, you, you, and I, like, if we don't get Arrow One Mistborn stuff, it's <laughs> this, yeah, this is really bad. You know, oh. we, we got to get the Arrow One I, Mistborn I, stuff. Correct. I was gonna guess Shani Lariel, but I psyched myself out about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yes, and no, it's like Kathy. I was panicking when I realized you were going to be on this episode. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, Matt, like this is an Lariel. Like, oh my god, like, I know it's true. Yeah. it's true. I have like control searched Mistborn born for Ilariels many, many times. <laughs> yeah. We need more Ilariels in uh, Era 2, I think. Cool. <laughs> uh, should the, we do another one? Yeah, I was going to say, for the second one, we'll have our first uh, c- community-suggested one. Ooh. So yeah, this one, uh, this one was suggested by Grace, and are you guys, are you guys ready? Yes. The, sure. She's the Gator Girl. She's Coppermine staff. So yeah. Yep. Uh, hey, she wanted to stump us. So great. Yes. This is a good one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> right. Clue number one. This character is a Scar. Ooh. All right. Sweet more Arrow One stuff. <laughs> Yay. So we're narrowed in. Um, not Sean Larry. On which world? Yeah. I'm wondering if it's a full Scott or uh, a half-breed. Like, this is an important uh, question. I'm going to... Can, can I do a guess? Absolutely. Yeah, you, yeah. You, every, every clue you get to do um, Can I look up a name? Because I know the character. Ooh, I just forget the name. Go- is that cheating? things and like, ooh. We only have one clue. <laughs> I'm going okay. to guess Menace. Like, I think it's... Okay, M- that's who I was going to... Oh, okay, okay. That's who I was going to guess. It is not them. Who was that again? Okay. <laughs> it's like the, in the prologue of um, the Final the Empire. Old it's right. the old man. Oh, really? That, and then yeah. like he shows up later in the um, caverns in, in the oh, okay. re- with the refugees. It is it, not yeah. that character. I, okay. I haven't done my guess for clue oh. one. I'm gonna say Yeden. It is not mm. Yeden. Okay, <laughs> we're a prominent Scott. All right. Clue number two: <laughs> This character dies. Hmm. This is a scar. Oh. Is it? Oh, again, I don't know the name, but my guess is like the ska girl from the prologue who, um, oh. the Lord at the beginning. Did, didn't, what? No, her name oh, was. No, Jess she gets Wolfie. away. No, she does yeah, get she away. Gets away. She does get away. And she I'm gets going away. To guess Never Reen, mind. Vin's brother. Ooh. It is not Reen. Oh, I gotta dig deeper. I gotta dig deeper. Um, who let's dies? say Quellian. It is not Quillian. A.K.A. Quentin. <laughs> yeah. It's not Mare, is it? And it is not Mare. Right. That's, oh, okay. that's the three guesses. So clue number three. Yeah. Oh, I know. This, ma- this character becomes a member of Ellen's army. Oh, uh, it's that. Uh, isn't is it, it the guard? Gore- no, Goradel? Like, no. It is not Goradel. No. Oh, Goradel might not be Scott. It's the guy who punches Demo. Oh! I'm going to need a name. Bilg? Bilg? Bilg. Uh, yes. There's Eric, two different Eric names. There's two different names. <laughs> Eric has oh, it. It's he has two different names. <laughs> yes, the next clue yeah. actually I mean, was. I think they fixed it. This they character it. was named Brill in a typo. that's right and there we go yeah this the last uh clue was this character had his arm broken after losing a fight to demu so yeah (laughs) eric you're on point with these i think you've won almost every single one haven't you i've never been stumped 
I mean, yeah. I've won some. I think you won like, one, yeah. Ian. I think you won like the no, first. No, no, I've won I mean, multiples. We've no. Here's here's the thing. <laughs> we on this podcast, we have not been stumped yet. Yes. So, mission accomplished. Except yep. you saying Dromenade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last week wasn't wasn't a high point for who's that cosmic character. <laughs> so if you guys want to send in and try to stump us, uh, send in five clues to who's that Cosmere character at gmail.com. Crap, I forgot to put that in the liner notes for the last one. That's I'll put fine. it in the one for this one. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. We should also uh, post that screenshot screenshot of Jeebus's bet in the liner notes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's important. I'll, I'll just link directly to that word of Brandon in yeah. in the, yeah. the liner notes, just so everyone knows. All of you guys listening, you keep you keep him, you you keep him uh, accountable for accountable. that. Accountable. Oh, oh man, <laughs> gotta find oh. a gummy shoe. I'm gonna find a gummy shoe. I'm thinking a cake because so, you can get cakes in certain shapes. So I'm thinking a cake, yeah. maybe, maybe make we'll a custom. Cake shaped yeah. shoe. Yeah. Go go to it. Go to a bakery. Yeah. I need a cake <laughs> that is shaped as a shoe. Yeah. Just like, Why? Sh- wait, wait, no, that is correct. Okay. I, 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 like- initially, my idea was I was going to do some shoe pastry, but uh, <laughs> that's a French pastry type. If you didn't know, <laughs> we're Americans. Yeah. We don't know these things. Mm-hmm. Matt might know. He's Canadian. There you go. He has more of a connection <laughs> no. to France. Due to Quebec, yeah, yeah, it's not I've much. Never been to Quebec, so <laughs> <laughs> you're, that connection you're, the, it connects with your nationality, and Quebec is connected with that, and everything's and connected through the spiritual, spiritual realm. realm. So you're connected is, to the future France. and the past. So you're French now. <laughs> so you're French. There, there wow, guys, go. I suddenly hate Matt. <laughs> wow! Wow! That went that went far. <laughs> Five dislikes coming in now. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, just. <laughs> uh, what would you? I, you wouldn't. It's not racism. Uh, somethingism. French. Yeah. Frenchism. I was about to say they're only French, but then that might have been worse. <laughs> I think there actually is a word for. I've heard before that's like hatred of like French language and culture. Yeah. I'm gonna say we cut this, but <laughs> no no no, this it's staying in. <laughs> it's just Eurobanter. It's that's Francophobia. all it is. Francophobia. Francophobia. <laughs> nah, it's, a... <laughs> it's Eurobanter. Eurobanter. You Americans don't understand. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, just I on know, the continent, we, you know. We yeah. can't get into Eurovision, like Exactly. We, all of this is just lost <laughs> on us. <laughs> all right, guys, we're wrapping up this podcast. Yeah, Feel free to <laughs> like, subscribe, follow us on 17chart.com, on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, on all the things, and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Call.